Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about creating an author bio. All right, now I will start by letting you guys know that there is no perfect model of the best bio ever, and you must duplicate it and do that. A bio is really just a short, and when I say short, like, you know, a paragraph long, no more, it's not like you're doing your resume, of you really fast, what would you want your readers to know? What would you want them to connect with you on? So if you look at many samples, and so this is what I did when I was first trying to create my bio, because I will tell you, it was intimidating. I was going and, you know, looking at what other Christian authors were writing. I was saying, you know, can I write like her? Can I put it out there just like that? And, but then I was like, no, I'm me, right? I'm, I'm nobody else. I can't do this. You know, my bio has got to talk about who I am. And I think that's one of the hardest things sometimes. You know, I can talk about Sweet Potato Jones all day long. She's a fake character. She's my baby, though. I made her with the help of the Lord. But to talk about myself, oh, my goodness, that's a stretch. And, y'all, I think that's for many of us. I think we may go through this same thing. I had someone reach out to me, and they asked me, you know, can I look at a sample of your bio because I'm really struggling with this right now. Well, the first thing I want to say is, you know, thank you for reaching out. Thank you for doing your research because I've told you guys that's where we start. You know, you're researching, you're going out, you're looking at other bios, but I don't want you to then get caught up to the comparison game. When we look at the research, it's only just to kind of give us an idea. So then, you know, compile your research. And if you guys want to see my bio for my devotionals, it's on Amazon. You can go and when you type in um, Dr. Jennifer Lowry, you're going to see, you know, my devotionals up there and it'll say like read more and you'll see what my bio is. For that one, I did do a lot of like space outs. Um, I was just because that's the way Amazon, it just looked cleaner and neater to me. Um, I did include a Bible verse. I put, you know, that I'm a small town and have a big heart for Jesus. Because um, I always want to be reflective of, you know, that and in, in who I am. Because that's who I am. I don't want people to ever read my work and think that they're getting something that they're not. They're getting Jennifer in a book. They're getting me talking to them through a book and... Maybe it might be a little slang. Maybe it might not be, you know, 100%, you know, this or that or the other. But they're getting me. 
and my good intention. <laughs> and I think that that matters, and hopefully that comes out in my bio. So, so then I am, so after, you know, I sent my bio, and I sent them the links to Amazon to talk about the bio, I just wanted to let them know, you know, to pray over it. You know, pray over your bio, and then have the courage to just sit down in front of that blank page you already have written your novel or your poetry piece or you know whatever it is and you need your bio for that you're creating your website you know those things take a lot of courage let writing about yourself write it in the third person let it be as if somebody else is writing it for you so maybe that can be a good start you know thinking about it's not you think about okay i'm just another character in a book will that help you <laughs> because maybe that would be something that could help all of us when we're trying to write about ourselves and we find it very difficult to do so so you're going to be writing your bio in third person and you're going to just give a snapshot maybe what your passion is maybe things that are quirky about you like if i wrote in my bio that i only liked the chocolate m&ms and you're going to say no they're all chocolate no only like the brown m&ms um or that i'm hooked on hershey's chocolate or um things like that that's fine you can say quirky little weird things about yourself you can say you you know you live off of you know, Jesus and coffee, that's a saying that goes around in the South um, and probably all over the world, <laughs> not just the South, but they have t-shirts about that thing, y'all. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be cutesy or packaged perfect. It just has to say, you know, this is who you are. And when people read my bio, if they're a homeschool family, they're going to say, oh, she homeschools too. If they see that I'm a teacher in a public setting, they're going to say, oh, she's a teacher. I am too. Oh, she has a blended family. Oh, I have one of those. And so, yes, I do include keywords of, you know, like what you would see maybe on my resume or how I would talk to a friend in there. So I think that's important for you to consider some keywords. So if you get stuck and you're saying, well, I really don't know what to put in my bio, I'm gonna give you a writing exercise like right now. So you can pause this, go get a piece of paper, just remember these for later, just replay it. But I want you to think of three descriptive words about you. So it's almost like you're doing an I am poem. If you've never done an I am poem, this would be a really good one too. Go and ex do that exercise. The I am, you can look that one up on Google. It's called an I am poem. Um, but I want you to come up with three descriptors. You can do three core values. And only three, because I'm telling you, when you start this, you might be able to list 12, but I want you to think of three. So, like, for me, you know how much my faith matters to me. 
you guys know that because you're a part of Jen Lowry Writes. But if somebody runs across my book on Amazon or if they, you know, look me up on Barnes & Noble, you know, when Sweet Potato Jones comes out or, you know, whatever site they're looking at, or they go straight to my website, I want them to know that I'm a Christian. And so if I have to do a descriptor word any time in my life, it's going to be that. And I'm a mama. And you say, well, I thought you meant like descriptive words like, you know, integrity or honesty. I mean, no, not those. Not like the three qualities that best describe why you should keep this job. But like three descriptive words that are kind of like your titles. There was a lady that I was talking to and she is this like, she's the doctor. She's like, has a fancy job and she was like, you know. I'm this by day and I'm an author by night. And so it shows that she has like a completely different career in the world of engineering, which you would, you know, if you wanted to stereotype, and I know engineers, so I'm not trying to stereotype either, just by the small number of people that I know, but people that often go into fields that are heavy science and math, you know, if you talk to them, literature and writing that's not what they enjoy in their free time and that's not what they would consider as their career goals or their second career um so when she wrote that and um put that out there that she was this by day this by night i was like you know that's really cool because you know she will show that she's breaking down like what people would say you know oh well if these people are mathematically minded they can't that is such a fallacy so, if you have a career that's kind of, see, my career goes hand in hand. I'm an educator, and I'm a literacy coach. I mean, I promote reading and writing, speaking and listening all day long. That is my job. <laughs> How beautiful is that? And I get to walk through a library every single day of my job. You know, I get to be around young adults. It's such a blessing. And so I will tell you, you know, I have to put down that I'm an educator because that is such a big part of my identity. I've been doing this for 20 years. So for me not to put that down in my bio, it would just be weird for me. Now, I love to see bios, and then people will say, you know, she, she lives with her, you know, husband, two kids, four dogs, you know, eight parakeets, two hamsters, and a goldfish. I mean, if you have pets, they will usually end it off with those sayings. You can look at a lot of models, and you can see what I'm saying. So, if, if you want to, you know, give a shout out that way, great. That just shows you're an animal lover. You can do that. Um... So, think of three things that describe you. Then, I want you to step outside and just breathe a little bit. So, this is me. So, this is a part of your exercise. You're going to just step outside. You're going to get away from wherever you are right now. And you're just going to get some fresh air. You're just going to kind of walk around. You're just going to kind of go find yourself a place in the yard. And you're just going to sit there a few minutes. You're going to get away from the distractions. Okay, so 
I'm challenging you now. I want you to do this. And I want you to get away from every single distraction. You don't have to do this for long. It's not like you have to sit out there and pray for 20 minutes. No, I want you to get outside, remove yourself from the confines of the walls, and just sit out just for a few minutes. Even if you're just sitting out on your deck, even if you're just you know taking a walk up and down the sidewalk, and I want you to think about the things that you love, things that you just bring you joy. What are things that interest you? If you love to draw or paint, and you're you know you work with watercolors. If you're like me and you love horror movies and you just cannot get enough of them and you want to watch every single one that's ever been made. Like think about things that you just love to do. I love being outside and taking nature walks and trail walks, going to those parks, state parks. I love sushi and I want to go to this new place, y'all. They've got this sushi conveyor belt thing. It's called like rock and roll sushi. Oh my gosh, I want to go here so bad. Um, so I want to tell you, you know, think about things that you love. Now, go back inside or do this later, but then write those things that you love. And maybe you'll come up with three things that really stand out to you. But I think it's really hard Sometimes when we're trying to write a bio, we're sitting in an office space, we're sitting in, you know, our bedroom or, because we get so locked into, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we can start to kind of think, overthink. And I think that's what happens with a bio. We overthink this thing. So I want you to have that freedom of just feeling for a little bit. Just feel about things that you love. And make a list of those. Maybe you don't need to do this exercise. Maybe you already have this down pat. But maybe these tips can help somebody else when they ask you, well, how did you write your bio so seamlessly? And you really don't know how to tell them. You just kind of knew it. You kind of knew it. It just flowed. Um, maybe you could give them these tips. Write the three descriptor words. Step outside. Breathe some air. Find yourself a space away from distraction and then just think about the things that you love to do and then when you put it all together remind yourself what the bio is for so that way when you go back look at it through a reader lens and you say well okay i touched on this i hit that and remember, you're not listing a resume. It's really long, drawn out, you know, one page bio about yourself. You can do your reader identity, your writer identity, letters to your readers. You can do a lot of those, you know, what I would call writing exercises as well. And they're on the podcast. I've challenged you for writing identity and for writing the letter to your fans and your readers. And that can be a place where you can talk more to your readers about who you are. And let it come out, you know, let me tell you a little bit, you know, about myself in a very informal way. 
But when you're writing the bio, it's just very short. If you're doing a nonfiction piece, of course you need to write down, you know, if you own a business or if you're a member of an organization, you know, you have to show your credibility of why, you know, would people, you know, why would somebody pick up one of my challenge devotionals and what makes me credible in the area of Christian ministry? Well, my doctorate does, my dissertation and well-being, you know, is a credible piece. It's a part of my life. I've been studying that for a very long time, and that is something that I'm passionate about. So if you're in a nonfiction bio, really think about what would make you stand out in the market and what would make you credible. And you need to definitely include that. And then you can include your descriptors. You can include the things that you love. You know, when, when she's, you know, not out touring the, you know, world or when she's not out touring the United States and speaking on, you know, fitness and nutrition, you can catch her, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And then that's when you can say about something that she loves to do. So here's the thing. If you're asking about the bio, first congratulate yourself because that means you need a bio for some place. Either your blog, your website, your publication. You need it for your publisher. And writing for that level knowing that it's going to be out there and it's about you i will be honest it can be intimidating it was for me at first until i said you know what i can do this guys i thought it was harder honestly making my instagram and making my twitter description than it was my bio because you know i want to write down ufc I want to write down horror. I want to write down things that I love to do. And so I think narrowing it down to a certain number of characters is really good for us. Because then when we have to take that again and condense it and put it to a Twitter or put it to a Facebook description of our author pages, you know, we might not want to put the whole full bio there. We may want to do then a couple of lines from that or keywords. And that's why I think if you start with keywords about yourself, those same keywords will show up on your Twitter, on your Instagram. So don't feel like this is an impossible feat. It's not. Let it be something fun. And then, if you want to, build up that courage. Send out that bio. Send it out to your best friend. Send it out to, you know, people that you trust that could give you valuable feedback. And you say, you know what? Just be honest with them. Say, it's really difficult for me, you know, to write about myself. You would think that it would be the easiest task in the world. But it's very challenging for me. Can you please check my bio? If there's something that you think I'm missing, 
that would stand out for readers, just, you know, let me know and send it out there. And then you, you know, hopefully we'll get some feedback. And it might just be, nope, that's great. Well, then good, go with it. You can always update it. You can always change it. You know, if my bio says, you know, she loves watching Quantum Leap. I love Quantum Leap. I love that series. I love going back and watching things that really just inspired me in new creative ways when I was younger to think outside of the box of like the norm of what could happen. And I love the stories each week on the writer of that. To me, genius, genius to just come up with the different lives. And it's like a short story, honestly, just beautiful, beautifully written historical context. Um, and so I love Quantum Leap. So if that's on my bio one day, am I going to then go back in and change that? Because now I'm watching The Good Doctor and I also value The Good Doctor. No, it's fine. I'm going to leave that. And I'm, and I'm happy with that choice. So you don't have to be like that narrowed specific, but you also have to understand that with bios, just like everything else, our lives, you know, they change. So putting out that first bio is not going to be the end of you, you know. Shoot, I've read some bios sometimes and I'm like, that's all? That's all they got to say? Such and such has a MA in creative writing um, and literature, lives in Brooklyn with his two cats. And that's it. I'm like, well, there we go. You know, he's he's living the private life. <laughs> or that's just him. He doesn't really care to list, you know, the three things or the this or the that. Like I told you, is there a formula for this? No. You will see such a wide variety of bios when you research. That should not overwhelm you. In fact, that should liberate you. That should make you say, gosh... There is no right or wrong to this. And just go out there and do it. So I hope that if you have, you know, writer's block when it comes to your bio, try these tips. And then see what happens. Put it out there. Go back, a, you know, a week later check your bio sitting there on your Amazon profile, on your author page, on your Goodreads, or, you know, it's out there for the world to see. Maybe you do want to switch it up a little bit. Maybe you do want to, you know, reword this or take this out. Or maybe you'll just leave it like that forever. Because when you wrote that bio, that was a snapshot of what was going on in your life right then when your author world kind of first hit publication or when it first hit the scene and so you know I don't have to recreate my bio I just take what's on my first Amazon publication I copy that I paste that and for every time I'm writing a book and it says about the author I'm using that same information 
I thought about the other day changing my Bible verse for my Bible verse for this year. Because you all, if you listen to my um, New Year's Day podcast where I was reading out my top seven goals for the year, you'll know that um, the Lord gave me a new Bible verse for the year in my journal. And I thought about it. I thought about going in and I was like, you know what? I'm not. Because when I first put this work out there, that was the Bible verse, you know, that I had at that time in my life. And in that season, it is reflective of that. And I want to always capture that. So it's almost like it is written in stone (laughs) for my work. And I'm completely 100% satisfied with that. It's not like I lose sleep about my bio. Nobody has ever once emailed me and said, your bio's terrible. Have you ever considered taking out, you know, homeschool mama, you know, this out, that out? I'm like, nope, never happened, ever. Now, who knows? People can be um, a little picky these days. And, and I hate to say the word entitled, but they may think that they can do things like that. And they may email me one day. But what I've been receiving emails about is tips on how did I come up with my bio. So if you have any particular questions, see how these, you know, day-to-days, when I get um, listeners emailing me, how they turn out to be a podcast. <laughs> So if you have any particular questions, shoot them to me at jenlarrywrites at gmail.com. And who knows, there might be a future episode that talks about your situation or, you know, I provide tips or strategies or give me something to research that's new, which I love. If you guys haven't recognized already, I love to research. Thank goodness that a part of my job is a researcher you know, researching instructional practices, you know, I'm a curriculum specialist, so I always have to, you know, constantly research and look at the data instead of just going on a whim. So if there's something that you don't have time to research, but you really have burning questions about, and it's just been nagging you, but you just don't have the time, You might have enough time to send me, you know, an email that'll take you one minute to write and say, all right, Jennifer, just research this for me. Um, Make my life a little bit easier and uh, I'll go at it. So write those bios, put them out there, be consistent with them. But once you put your bio out there, you know, that's you on paper. So it's not like you have to reinvent the wheel and change it up 15 times. You take that bio, you run it through Grammarly. You then, you know, if you want to have beta readers for your bio, if you want to have your family or closest friends to look at your bio, do that. And then put it out there on all of your sites. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Put it everywhere. And have fun with it. Just remember, what is the bio for? It's only just a little tiny snapshot, guys, to connect you in, to let a reader see a part of who you are, see a snapshot of your life. And if you want to be like the author, you know, that says, you know, I have a master's in this and this, and I live in Brooklyn with my two cats, 
you can that's fine be you (laughs) so I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry writes you guys have a blessed day